Hello, Mr. Jones. <laughs> Hello, sexy librarian. I'm wearing my glasses. You today. are, and thank you, Jesus. Episode two fifty three. <laughs> it's episode two fifty. We're going to be talking about kindness. We are on this episode. Yeah. Before we get to there, I'm interested to know how your week has been so far. Uh oh! Wow, it's been a crazy week. It's been good. Uh, we had the small group leaders retreat over the weekend, so was away with that, doing some. Training and You're hanging so cute. out. You forgot that we actually recorded last week's episode on Sunday night, and we talked about you being away on the small group leaders retreat. Oh my gosh, it's, it's four all days. a big blend. Yeah, it's isn't a big it? blend. Monday, Tuesday, Crazy. Yeah, we had the days. first day of school then. Talk to me about that. Four, yeah. First day of school. Yeah, we had the first day of school. It was great. I mean, um, we already had a couple people out sick, but um, yeah, it was really good. And How was the, the, the teacher? teacher? Oh, very sexy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very sexy. Wears a lot of pink. Uh, used to have a Scottish accent, but now doesn't anymore. Um, and I heard the school director is really sad about that, but that's just rumor. The school director has... In, I heard you introduced our kids to the Proclaimers. I did. With the hope that as they sing the Proclaimer songs, my accent will come back. No, no, no. That was Tia's idea. So basically, I was playing the Proclaimers in the car and saying, you know, like, Daddy's accent used to be pretty strong. Like, not quite this strong, but pretty strong. Never that strong. And... Tia was the one that was like, maybe we should just start playing the proclaimers around the house and see if that helps any, you know, if we can get some of the accent back. It, it really does. Like, if I listen to them, yeah, I can, I I notice that it hangs out in my... We had to ask what havering was. I, I could never remember yeah. every time they havering. sing about havering. Yeah. So Tia was like, what's havering? I said, I don't know. Ask daddy. I think it's like gabbing, which is essentially what yeah. it is, isn't it? Havering, yeah. Yeah. Chatting, talking nonsense. Chatting. You behave at her. Um, you do a fair amount of that, actually. Just saying. <laughs> I, come, I come by, honestly. It's a great Scottish pastime. Oh, uh, I know something else that we, what's new this week. I've tried something called Hello Fresh. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Hello Fresh. <laughs> I can tell you don't listen to a lot of podcasts because you said that like it was a new thing. <laughs> and you're going to be introducing our audience. <laughs> To a revolutionary breakthrough thing. It's new for me. Next thing you're going to be telling them is that Squarespace is an easy way to build your website. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But go on. Okay, bye. Tell us about HelloFresh. I'm excited. (laughs) What about Casper mattresses? (laughs) We have one of those, too, and it's quite good. No, we don't. Yes, we do, upstairs. Oh, is that a Casper? That's a Casper. Okay, I stand corrected. That's right. Ooh, I like it when you say I stand corrected. (laughs) Okay, I stand corrected. I don't even know. Um, Tell us about HelloFresh. Okay, so basically, in the last couple of weeks, like ramping up to the schools coming, Mm -hmm. that means the next eight months look, you know, a lot busier for us. And I usually get to Tuesday night, and I don't want to make a decision about food. Actually, Mm -hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I don't want to make a decision Mm -hmm. any of those days. And but I do typically cook at home. So I was signing up for a parent-teacher conference. And, of course, you know, you get, like, little advertisements. And I got this little advertisement for HelloFresh. And so, you know, I got to try it out for, like, a ridiculous price. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. Uh, so we got our first box yesterday. And actually, it was really good. It was. It was really good. Yeah. Until I saw at the end that you forgot to put one of my favorite ingredients in. Well, it was something that could go on the side. And I didn't think the kids and I wanted it. And then I forgot to, like, just toss it over by where you sit. Yeah, okay. You know, like, you toss good. something, like, to... Like a piece of meat to like a lion or something. I was gonna. T- 
Speaking of lions, was that your stomach? That's my stomach. Good. I know. Uh, so you like it? Yeah. What's for dinner tonight? Um. Well, if I do the one that I was thinking of doing, yep. um, it is spinach, spinach yonki with some sort of tomato garlic parmesan thing. All right. There you so. go. Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. Not sponsoring this week's episode. But I think there's like a gajillion different companies that do that. I just happened to try. That is my stomach and it is so loud. What did you eat for lunch? I ate what we call freezer chicken, so pre-cooked chicken bites with a scoop of tzatziki and a couple of corn chips. I know your stomach might be rumbling. <laughs> Um, I enjoy being My at the school. My stomach's like, you mix food groups. You mix Mexican and Greek. We're and not doing protested. it. Yeah, yeah. Going back to what we were talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I loved your little segue. <laughs> school was fun. I really enjoyed being with the students. Yeah. It, it was really fun for me to meet uh, several of the students who I was with last year online. Yeah. In person. Yeah. And actually being online with people for a year where their name is permanently affixed to the kind of lower left quadrant of a screener win. Yeah. I almost knew every single person's name that I was teaching, which I felt oh, great about. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it is funny because you're used to seeing them about, you know, this big mm-hmm. on your screen and all of a sudden they're live and in person. And yeah, it's really lovely. Ask me what I'm excited about from this week. What are you? Apple ex- event. New oh. Apple products. <laughs> uh, Apple had the first of what I hope is a couple of fall events yeah. and they introduced new iPads, which were not in the market for new iPads, new watch, which were not in the market but for new well, watches. Slow down. I'm, I'm turning 50 in the fall. Maybe I'll get a new watch. We is that what know. you would like? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Okay. I haven't decided if there's enough of a change for me to be interested. There might be, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the big thing they announced was new phones. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> yes, new phones. And I'm going to get one. You're going to get one. What? Which one are you getting? Just so um, we know. The 13 Pro, but not the Max. So this year you were on a 12 Max, 12 Pro Max, and yes. I went 12 Mini. Yes. Couldn't have been more different. Your thing is a behemoth. It's massive. And you were, st- why did you go with the Max? The camera. So like I, you know, I obviously love photography. Yes. And I take all of my pictures of the kids. <laughs> my stomach is so loud. It is so loud. It's I apologize. So um, I take all my pictures of the kids, all the videos and everything on that phone. Really, I don't usually get out the... I mean, I do have a nice camera that you bought me like two years ago, but... Yeah, don't rub that in. Right. Yeah. Um, the nice camera that I bought you that you never use, but go on. Maybe I I'll, re- used, I'll used re-gift it. it to you for your 50. <laughs> Look, baby, I got you a Canon <laughs> DSLR. I, I used it in Israel. I take it on big trips where hey, it's going to be pretty. Uh, anyway. You owe me nothing. Um, so... Keep but, wearing those glasses, I'll forgive everything. Wow. The but my everyday stuff gets done with the So you, you know, wanted the camera. With, yeah. Was it's the all about weight the of the big phone not cumbersome for you? You just got used to it. I got used to it. But it, it is it is bigger. And so that's Huge. why with the thirteens they've got the good camera with the one that's like a size down, yep. which is more of a normal type size of phone. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to size back down again. So you're sizing back down. I'm sizing back up. I had the 12 mini, yeah. which I loved. I love the weight. and the. So weird, though. That phone looks like you're using a child's phone yeah. in your hand. Yeah. So I'm scaling up. I also am getting a 13 Pro 
in Sierra blue for anybody who cares. Well, I feel like you're stealing my color because I had a blue phone before. Of course, I'm getting a blue phone again, and now you have come to. But it's okay, baby, because imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. I'll give you I'm stealing your phone color if you will just repent before our audience for accusing me of getting medical terminology wrong last episode. Because I took Tia yesterday to get her rod removed from Mm -hmm. her finger Mm -hmm. the pin removed from her finger yes so quick recap tia snapped off the top of her finger and they uh (laughs) surgically reattached it by driving just caused me trauma by explaining it like that but anyway yes by driving a metal pin Mm into the pinky and putting a little they left the the rod sticking out yeah you notice how i'm using those terms interchangeably and you understand what i'm saying and there was a little yellow ball on the end of it and we had to clean it twice a day and so anyway yesterday was uh the removal and I think last week you, you corrected me. It's like, it's not a rod, it's just a pin. And so we go in, and what did the uh, physician's assistant call it yesterday? She called it a rod. Yes. I would like to one-up you, though, because the doctor, not the physician's assistant, the actual doctor called it a pin several times. I'm going to put a pin in her okay. finger. Then I'm going to take I will a camera with us for the, the, ne- for the three-week appointment <laughs> and just ask him to say, yeah, it's a rod. It's a rod. You can call it either one. <laughs> but anyway, it got removed. I watched him pull it out. He just used tweezers. Not yeah. tweezers, pliers. Okay, good. They, they were like more surgical, really like oversized scissors with grippy bits. Wow. And he just grabbed the end of it and just went, ew, ew, ew. And just okay, pulled it out. And she did she wasn't in pain or anything. Yeah. Uh, the, she was afterwards. She came home. Yes, wanting but help, she didn't but... squeal or wince or anything. And oh, I was like, that's so good. And then just blood was Because the truth is I was really happy when I had a meeting scheduled at the same time because I thought I can't do another traumatic doctor finger thing and it's your turn to do one on your well, own. I'm here, my broad yeah. shoulders yeah. carried our family through it. Yeah. Our topic this week is all about kindness. It's something I've been pondering for the last couple of weeks. I've, and it's interesting we're talking about Tia because I have been on the receiving end of much kindness. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about the kindness of God and that's not, well, I guess we are going uh, by extension. I'm more talking about the kindness that humans show to one another. I yes. think last week when you were talking about you know being vaccinated, one of the comments you made was one of the saddest things we've seen in the body of Christ is a distinct lack of kindness. Yes. I'm talking about the distinct abundance of kindness our family has received and what it's really done to my heart, and I thought we could unpack that. Yeah, sounds good. So Tia's finger gets the thing that we just talked about, and almost immediately uh, we were on the receiving end of kindness. My sister, on hearing that news, I didn't even know this product existed. I wish I knew what it was. It's some sort of internet website where they prepay for a gift box of candy and send the recipient the link and then the recipient gets to pick which candy they want and then it arrives in the mail a couple of days later. Yeah. And so my sister was like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear Tia's in this situation. Email Tia this link. Tia just thought it was the best thing ever that her aunt and an uncle had thought of her. And so she went, you know, I think she got miniature M&Ms. Yes. She got sour watermelon. You know that because you ate most of them. Oh, so good. I feel the earth move. <laughs> and my feet. Uh, yeah. uh, Reese's Pieces. Yeah. And then uh, some other American candy. It was like Hershey's. Blah. Anyway, she was just thrilled. Now, I wasn't the recipient of that, although I did get a few watermelon pieces. That I a few? For. That's not what I heard. I heard she got like two of them and you Gosh. ate the rest. Oh, Gosh. right. They listen to this podcast. So I wasn't the recipient of that, 
But watching my daughter be the recipient of kindness really blessed my heart. Yeah. We also had uh, friends of mine who... Um, Wait, you're claiming exclusivity that are friends of they're, yours? They're my besties. You're friends with them too, but they're like my my besties, just saying. Uh, who dropped off this massive gift bag for Tia with also with like candies and all that kind of stuff in it. And um, like two Lego sets and just... Uh, they actually had stuff in that bag that she really, really wanted that I had no idea they had done all the research. So, oh, well, I know. And, uh, again, you and I are not the recipients of that, but there's something about watching your kids. Oh, I felt like the recipient. Oh, I, I did too. I yeah. mean, that really moved me. The kindness of your friends gifting my child uh, uh, a gift like that was was lovely was yeah. wonderful yeah. You, you don't want to rebut that you're just gonna <laughs> let that go okay. you're she's gonna be just your child let's check with her pretty sure she wanted me to do her finger for the last three weeks <laughs> anyway my point was being on the receiving end of kindness yeah it was such a tangible thing like it like it really it really moved me yeah and was just thinking you know I we we've probably all been on the receiving end of kindness and it's amazing and we've probably all been on the other side where we've exercised kindness mm. and usually the cost to us of exercising the kindness is it costs us way less than the impact it has on the recipient does oh, that Oh I totally that agree. Sense? I totally agree, yeah. However, I don't know if this was related. I have a suspicion it probably was. Around about the same time we had a bunch of loved ones, friends, family, you know, people dear to us who all got sick. What are you laughing I was thinking friends, Romans, countrymen. Yes. You are friends, in a mood today. Family. Who all got sick yeah. with COVID. Yeah. Some with young families and just the people who are really close to us. And I was just thinking, man, I am so sad. I want to be able to do something for them. And I, I wonder how much, you know, I, th- I think about kindness being contagious. Yeah. We'll talk about that principle later. But it prompted me to just reach out and to say hey what can we do to help like you know when when you're god really bless us that when when you're sick i'm usually okay or when i'm sick you're usually okay and we can keep things running but i'm watching young families where both the husband and the wife are, are both, both down sick. with covid yeah and i'm like do you need help running you know to the grocery store a pharmacy store can we bring you a meal like what can we do to help and I, re- I remember uh, we have a person on staff, um, Tony Wakefield, who's one of our pastors on staff, who is, you know, is like the heart of Jesus encased in flesh. He's just super so kind, yeah. filled with love. He is the walking embodiment of kindness in, in so many ways. Absolutely. And I thought about, I thought, I thought this is what it must be like to be Tony. Because on one one day I, I did a run to a couple of families, you know, taking them soup and taking them groceries and checking in on them. And it probably took, I don't know, two and a half hours, three hours maybe. And and I would say as much as they were thrilled and, you know, we got kind text messages, thank you. Being the deliverer of kindness, I felt like I got more out of that than they did. And, you know, literally all I did was go to Whole Foods, pick up some things. You made a batch of soup. I dropped them off at various places. Like it really wasn't a sacrifice at all. And, you know, I, I haven't talked to them like, yeah, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how impacted were you by that kind of stuff? Their right. text would suggest that they were deeply moved by but that. But you came home feeling like Santa Claus. Like I you were so excited. High. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what it must be like to channel Tony Wakefield. Like <laughs> just being able. And I, and again, <gasps> I am amazed that you can cause that impact 
physiologically on yourself and transformatively in your community mm. just by being proactive. Like you don't need to be led by the Holy Spirit to be kind, although of course you can be one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit for sure. But you can just decide, oh, I'm going to go be kind. I'm going to be kind to somebody who doesn't even deserve my kindness. I'm like, going to look for a way to be kind today. I'm in a bad mood, but you know what? I'm going to move in the opposite spirit. Like right. you, if you will shift in your heart an effort to be kind, like it does so, so much wonders. So that's what I've been pondering. Over to you. I have been spending a bunch of time, uh, as you say, pondering kindness as well the last couple of months. And, and that being the thing that's pr- probably my heart's been the most grieved about is I don't think... You know, particularly it's it's obvious on the internet, but I don't think that we as a as the body of Christ are doing kindness well. I'm not sure we're doing loving each other very well. I'm right. not sure we're doing patience very well, you know. And so I started, you know, pondering with the Lord about the fruits of the spirit. And of course kindness, you know, being one of them. Mm-hmm. And and I think because kindness requires action, we're really most of the fruits of the spirit kind of require action uh it's it's harder because it's not just thinking it's a good idea you actually have to do something Mm -hmm. you know you have to actually step towards something and decide to uh, demonstrate it in an active way Mm -hmm. i mean you if i'm sitting here you don't know if i'm thinking kindly towards you necessarily but if i do something for you you can recognize kindness I I think it was last week I mentioned, maybe the week before I mentioned, uh, moving furniture around the house and that gigantic piece of furniture that I couldn't do. Mm. And I was also thinking about how, I forget who it was that taught us that that joy is a tender response to weakness. I know Christine taught us that, but I, I don't know where that came from. And I've always thought about that I, uh, because the reason I that stuck with me is I remember one week uh, I was teaching on the school, and it was a brand new topic. Where I think I was teaching about brain science, mm-hmm. and either you'd got sick or the kids had got sick. Anyway, I didn't have as much time to prepare as I wanted to, and I always want to show up for my students well-prepared. I want to equip them, and I knew I was going in with weakness mm-hmm. because I didn't have everything I wanted to have. I wasn't as prepared as I'd like to do, and I think rather than trying to hide that, I led with that, like, hey, guys, I feel some sense of sadness or maybe some shame that I haven't been able to prepare. Anyway, I went in weak, and their tender response to my weakness was a kindness, and it and it, it brought around joy for me. But I, I was recalling that when a couple of weeks ago, moving that big piece of furniture, I was like, I can't do this on my own. That's my weakness. And I was I asked Matt, a, you know, a, a friend of mine, if he would come and <laughs> okay, and I'm help. Sorry, move. it doesn't have to be mine or yours. And I was I was just thinking about like. You know, I had some sense of shame of, like, nobody wants to move heavy pieces of furniture. Right. Hey, bud, do I have a deal for you? This afternoon, your only day off, you know, from a, you know working a heavy schedule, do you want to come over to my house and, you know, move break stuff? your back and move some really, yeah. you know. Nobody wants to do that. So there's a kind of, like, of an awkwardness and, like, hey, would you come do that? And he was like, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. And he came over. And I, again, it's that tender response to my weakness. I can't do this. Could you help me? Yes, I can. And I was just feeling like, again, I was the recipient of his kindness. And I felt so touched by that. I don't have another word for that. I was, I've, I've really been moved by this whole topic. I could almost start crying thinking about kindness. Don't make me cry. I'm not trying to make you cry. You're just so cute. Though. Look at you. Really cute. 
I think I'll keep you. I think I've decided. Do you want to know about some of the science behind kindness? I do. Is there actual science? Like, there like is, science science? There is actual science. Science. I've lost the power of speech. Um, <laughs> is there any science that tells you how to keep your your glasses where they're supposed to be? Being new to the glass world. Yeah. Why it's, are you it, wearing glasses apart from driving It slides down my face. Yeah, well, that's come... because you're wearing is glasses without nose my... pieces. Yeah, it could be your greasy. But you're. Not greasy. Don't call me greasy. Oh, it is. It's, look at the makeup on the inside of that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Not grease. It's makeup. That's sure. totally different. <laughs> I was wearing them so I could look at my phone. Which if you don't you, have. It's in my pocket. Put them back on. But then you see, you said, are you wearing your glasses? They're sexy. So I kept them on. I know. I, keep them on. Okay. Yeah. But then I have to keep pushing them back up because they slide down my nose. And then I'm like looking yeah, but that's like. that's even better. <laughs> Okay, Okay. we're going back to science. Yes, science. All right. Uh, This study, this was a study. I think I read this in one of Dr. Danielle Amen's books. I forget which one. But he said this, Can being kind to others make a meaningful difference in your level of happiness? (gasps) said that all in one breath. Psychologist Sonia Lubomirsky from the University of California, Riverside, (laughs) decided to put this question to the test with a control study that asked students to carry out five weekly random acts of kindness of their choice. Could be anything from buying food for a homeless person to helping a younger sibling with schoolwork. The students reported higher levels of happiness than the control group with students who performed all five kind acts in one day feeling the best by the end of the six-week study period. Oh, wow. And so what happens is when you show kindness, it boosts serotonin in your body. Oh, wow. Serotonin so is great. one of those, like, uh, it's, it's, it's responsible for the feelings of satisfaction. It also releases oxytocin. Oxytocin? Am I saying that right? That's accompanied with the warm, fuzzy feelings. So... Well, I was going to say, so you can like boost those anytime you want to be kind, but then you might be nullifying the reasons why you're being kind. Does that, does that make sense? You're but then it does being... seem like, I think sometimes we wait until we have like a motivation to be kind that's more like an internal motivation that makes us do something external. But it seems like from that study, they're actually just choosing. I'm, I'm choosing I'm going to be kind and they're still reaping the benefits yeah. of what kindness brings. Well, I was thinking about that verse that says um, about, you know, uh, Colossians 3, verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Ugh. Like I clothed myself in this shirt today. It didn't just, I didn't, you know, feel like I didn't wake up with it on me. I deliberately put it on me. And we can deliberately choose to be kind. It feels like you're waiting to make some comment about my shirt. Go on. No, no, no. I was Do thinking I know you, you definitely did not wake up with that shirt on. No. Nope. Because you like to like walk around naked and then traumatize the girls in the morning by saying it's shirtless Monday, I don't walk around naked Tuesday. in front of my girls. No, no, no. Correct like, that. All right, fine. You're wearing pants, but you don't have a shirt on. And then you come out and you dance. <laughs> I do, do you deny it? No, I don't deny okay. that. I do like to traumatize <laughs> my teenage children with shirtless Wednesday. Shirtless Wednesday. Where I wake up. Shirtless Thursday. Yeah. Shirtless Friday. Like, you know. And Jay loves it, of course. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. He, it's the best as far as he's yeah, concerned. as far as he's concerned. He'll dance with you. What were we talking about? Uh, clothing c- ourselves. Clothing ourselves with kindness. With kindness. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, um, oh, no, no, no. You know how we were talking about science? Yeah. Right, you know, serotonin and oxytocin and all that sort of stuff. All that good stuff. Right? And it took a study. Mm. You didn't need to. You just need to read Proverbs 16, verse 24. Listen to this. Read it to me. 
kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Wow. When you show kindness, I guess through kind words in this one, it's sweet to your soul and it's healthy for your body. Like I was literally floating with, you know, satisfaction. Yeah. Matt came to help and, and floating around with like just deep, I was deeply moved by the kindness that people showed my kids. Yeah. So like physiologically, we're built to respond to kindness. Mm-hmm. Then I was thinking about, uh, it's the message, isn't it, that says generosity begets generosity? Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I wasn't thinking about generosity. I was thinking about kindness begets kindness. Well, you reap what you sow. Well, you do reap what you sow. But I was reading First Chronicles 19, verse 2. And David says, this, David thought, I will show kindness to Hanan, son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. Yeah. And I was thinking about, oh, I've received all this kindness, or I've watched Tia receive all this kindness from friends and family. And I'm curious if that prompted my heart to be kind to others too. Like, kindness begets kindness. And then I thought about the, uh, was it you and I, or was it Emily? I forget how this happened. But somebody started a train going through Starbucks yes. where, you know, we paid for the car behind us. Yes. That's what it was. That's didn't it? We was. came through this yeah. and the barista was somebody at Emanate. Yes. And we came through and we said we'd like to pay for our order and for the car behind us. Yeah. And that started an unbroken trail for many cars. 17 cars. Where they all paid for the car behind them. Yeah. And I was like, that's an example yeah. of kindness. It's just kindness. like rolling on. I love it. So when we were talking about doing, you know, kindness, again, I've been in the fruits of spirit and just uh, preparing a message actually today. Uh, But I came across this verse in the process, and it's Ephesians 4, verse 32. This is from the ESV. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Mm. So there's, you know, kindness really goes hand in hand with a bunch of other things like gentleness, like forgiveness like but again it's all it's all choice mm-hmm. it's all choice oriented but i think the benefits far you know far outweigh any uh discomfort mm-hmm. or or effort or cost yeah yeah because it always costs you something to be kind yeah well <laughs> yes i was also thinking about how how kindness only works if it's freely given like, if I try and leverage kindness from you... If I'm like, you, go over there and be kind. Yeah, but, like, I think about, like, if if I, if you had it in your heart to be kind to me and yeah. give me $100, let's let's just say that it was your heart. Like, okay. oh, I really want to bless Alan with $100. Yeah. Right? And you give me that $100, I'd be blessed, you'd be blessed. Yeah. But let's say I don't know you're planning on doing that and see that you have $100 ready to give me. Don't know it's coming to me, and yeah. I steal that. Or I manipulate you, or, you're or like, I hey, drag I out with you. You have a hundred dollars. Yeah, over sure there. would be nice, you know, you know. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like, there's, I still end up with a hundred dollars, but I'm robbed of something else. Right. And I think it's so important that we understand kindness can only be given; it can't be, it can't be taken. Yeah. And I think to, I, I was thinking about, I was thinking about the culture I grew up in, like in my immediate household, and the kindness I watched my mum. And my dad mm. display continually. Yeah. And I also remember their efforts to try and get me to show kindness, which, by the way, is good parenting. Like, they're, try- they're trying sure. to get me to. Yeah. But somehow I missed out on the lessons they're trying to teach me because it probably felt like coercion to be kind. You know, they're trying to produce a behavior, not realizing that it's actually a heart motivation. Well, yeah, you need to have the value before you're going to have the behavior. Right. 
but I, 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 I wonder if so much of why kindness impacted me in the last couple of months is, is it just reminded me so much of the environment I grew up in where my mum was so kind and gracious. Like, I, I remember, you know, whatever you grew up with is just normal until yes. you have comparison. I don't remember a Sunday of my entire life when we didn't have people who weren't my family in my house for lunch and dinner. Like every Sunday at lunch and dinner, my mom would have always had people back from church. If there was newcomers, they were back. If there were students. Like I remember going to university banking on me being taken care of because that's what I witnessed my mom do. And right enough, I did. I, I went to church where the people in our church literally had a ministry to university students where there would be a rota of who was hosting student lunches and we'd all go back to people's houses. I still, I still remember the kindness um, of those people. So anyway, I was, I think that's interesting because, you know, just in, in practically thinking Mm -hmm. about that, that means that your parents both planned and budgeted for kindness. Yes. Like every week. Yep. It was never, ever, ever a big ask to ask my parents if my friends could stay for dinner never right my mom would always be like yeah of course i remember some of my friends getting saved because of the kindness of my mom and dad that there was always room at our dining room table for my friends to eat at and like now that i'm a parent with three kids and i know the pace of life that we live at like it would require some flex you know of course you wouldn't want to deny it but yeah yeah. uh, but you're right, yeah, I never factored that, that my mum and dad actively planned and prepared. If you think about that, my mum would cook a meal not knowing how many people would be there. I I mean, as a shaper, that just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it comes to, it makes me think about, like, what what if we started a week of kindness? So everybody who's listening to this, Ooh. what if we all purposed in our heart to exercise five acts of kindness this week i don't know when you're going to listen to this episode you know they come out on mondays but you know i don't know if you listen to a monday week from but what if in the next five days as you're listening to this you purpose in your heart that you're going to display kindness and the thing i love about kindness is there's so much of god wrapped up in kindness there's gentleness is wrapped up in kindness Mm. there's compassion is wrapped up in kindness there's forgiveness like one of the boldest things you can do is show kindness to somebody who's hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what Jesus does all the time. Like, it's kindness that he constantly extends forgiveness to us. Yeah. You know, that whole thing about, like, you it's know, heaping kindness burning. kindness that leads us to repentance. It is. So here's my challenge. And I, I don't know of a creative way of us getting to share in this. I don't know whether we need, like, a, a kindness hashtag or something that you Ooh, can... that's a good idea. Yeah, I just want I want to hear. Just come up with one creatively. You you sing these weird songs to the kids all the time, like on the fly. You just come up with stuff. So I'm going to say hashtag, and you're going to say whatever the hashtag will be. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Hashtag. Potato monkey. I don't think that's going to work. Something <laughs> with the word maybe kindness in it. Ready? And no, no, no. I feel so much pressure. Hashtag potato monkey kindness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it'd just be great to, on social media, see people talking about kindness. Okay. And their kindness challenge or, you know, if they're a kindness recipient challenge. of kindness. Hashtag kindness ta- challenge. Isn't that a really long hashtag? I'm looking at our hashtag expert. <laughs> no, it's fine. Kindness all right. Kindness challenge. hashtag all one word kindness challenge. Yes. It's about the same length as potato monkey. Or so. potato monkey. 
You may hashtag either. We'll I would, I would love us. I, I don't even want to give definition of what it means to be kind, but whether that's, you know, let's yeah. do, let's start, let's do something for a week where we do five acts of kindness, and then let us know about how it goes on Facebook, on Instagram, yeah, social media, yeah, or yeah, you can yeah. email us privately. So I'd love to hear testimonies that we can read out. So good. Any thoughts? That's no, I don't have any thoughts. All right. I mean, other than what we've shared, of course. Do you have any other thoughts? You look no. secretive. Nope. Put your glasses on the end of your nose. Am I on the end of my nose? Yeah, and then look at me over the glass and be like, oh, you dear. have not returned your library books. You've been <laughs> a bad boy. <laughs> okay. okay, you have issues. We need to just <laughs> I think wrap we know about this issues. thing up. No, I've got a listener's question oh, for you. a listener's question. We're going from kindness. Wait, it's for me? Or oh, yeah. for like both of us? No, it's definitely for you. Oh, dear. We've got a okay. question all about Halloween. Okay, then. Okay. Uh, I can use their name on air. I, I like when I can do this. This is from Jill. And Jill asks, Hi, Alan and AJ. My husband and I listened to AJ's Halloween teaching two years ago and decided we didn't want to celebrate the holiday as a family. Yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, I'll put a link in the show notes to our Halloween message. I just remember it's got some funny content in there. Uh, sexy ween. Okay, Halloween. Uh, so our son was almost three at the time, and we'd never done a lot, but had carved pumpkins, dressed them up, not taking them trick-or-treating as he was still super young. Usually attended a party hosted by our friends. We weren't super into it, but still wanted to make a conscious choice not to do these things. Well, our son is now almost five and very much aware of Halloween, and I'm wondering if there are resources or how you talk to your kids about it. He's talking about how much he quote-unquote loves Halloween, and I'm over here trying to explain, no, we don't, and it's not a good thing to celebrate. I know kids say things, and I'm sure a little bit of it, he's disappointed not to get to participate with his friends, and they don't always know what they're saying, but I'm just curious if you have any talking points for your kids. Thank you. Gosh. Well, I mean, we've sort of just, uh, Jill, it sounds like you're, you know, doing everything right in terms of having the conversation. I mean, we, when we've talked to our kids about it, we have just said, Hey, this is a, a holiday that celebrates darkness, you know, that's, and, uh, and that's not what we want to do. And so we usually plan alternative things that make it feel like they're not, you know, missing out, but we do explain, Hey, this, this isn't something that we as Christians want to be, Uh, participating in and then typically we do stuff like we tend to go out for dinner on Halloween so we make it like a hey it's a family dinner out to some place they want to go sometimes we've uh, turned off all the lights and watched a movie inside the house uh, just to you know just to have like a little family time Um, or to avoid a trick-and-treater yeah sorry we don't celebrate that here yeah like we don't have to do that yeah Uh, we obviously turn off all the lights outside so Mm -hmm. that they're sort of you know aware of that and, you know, I typically I buy a couple of bags of candy, you know, that but they that get to came share. Out, that came out of the conversation of when they, similar sort of conversations as you're having, Jill, where they, and we've refined the message over the years yes. as they've grown. But one year we said, what is it that you're sad about not being able to, like, they would be like, I know it's not right to celebrate Halloween, but I'm still kind of bummed that we don't get to celebrate and so I'm you had like, the genius. Why? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you were like, oh, talk to me about that. Like, what is the bit you're missing most? And it came down to candy. So you were like, oh, so all your feelings <laughs> about this will go away if you get to pick candy. And I think you literally said, oh, do you want to go get some candy? Yeah. We all went out. They each picked one of like one of those Halloween-sized bags of whichever treat they wanted. We brought it home, shoved it in a bucket, problem solved. And the, the, the whole thing with uh, you know revisiting the messaging 
is good because you know AJ your description of like what we've told them like hey it's got nothing to do with darkness somehow translated to MJ's ears when he was a little boy was we don't celebrate Halloween because it's Satan's birthday <laughs> that's true and we were that's like that's how he translated e- it yeah well, well we'll clean that up next year <laughs> okay in your head that's working and we don't want to celebrate okay. Satan's birthday yeah so I, it sounds like you're doing a great a great a great job and we've been careful not to to vilify, you know, some of the other things that we've drawn conclusions with, because we told started telling our kids about this really, really young. We also, uh, just because we love killing every celebration, we also told them that Santa Claus wasn't real from birth. From the yeah, we never maintained. But the- we helped them understand that you know what, some kids, some of their parents, they love to lie to their children. I didn't say that. That oh humor. my gosh, no, that's some horrible. kids love to think that Santa Claus is real, and we don't want to spoil that for them. So you know that Santa's not real, but, but you don't tell but other. But you don't people. tell other people. Yeah. And so we've, you know, we tried to help them understand that as Christians, there's a we have a different value system from the world, and that's okay. And we've tried to not make that uh, like a a moral high ground or anything, but just a, a reality that there's a difference for Christians yeah. and people who don't know the Jesus, uh, the Jesus, people who don't know the Jesus. <laughs> Uh, and that's going to have an effect on your life. And so we've pointed those things out about like, you know, why do we go to church on Sunday and some of my friends don't? And why do we not celebrate Halloween? And why do we, you know, celebrate Christmas this way? And and we have had to uh, refine that conversation, particularly with Halloween, because, I mean, I've had friends like I've had Abby and Tia both ask like, well, I have friends who are Christians who right. celebrate Halloween. So what do I do with that kind of thing? Well, they're and not real. Cri- just I mean, kidding. I'm kidding. We don't, so say that. we don't say that. Um, but I, I always just say to Abby, like when she's brought it up, I'm like, darling, I, I have to believe that if they knew what it was actually about, they wouldn't choose to celebrate yeah. it either. But because everything is so commercialized, most think, people think it's about orange and black. It's about, pumpkin you know, spice it's lattes. about punk- yeah, pumpkin spice lattes. It's about you know, carving pumpkins mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, it, they're not actually associating it with its roots, what it's actually about, what it's still about today. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly just due to ignorance. It's not, it's not that they're going, I don't care that it celebrates yeah. Satan. I want to do this anyway. It's that they don't actually realize what it What's is going actually on. is. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you're doing great, Jill. We, I mean, I'm sorry we don't have better resources. Um, AJ, maybe you could write a book on Halloween for kids. Oh, I don't kids. want to write a book on that. No, Halloween for kids. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. Good. If you would like the show notes for this week's episode, go to alanandaj.com slash 253. And if you want to ask us a question about Halloween or anything else, go to alanandaj.com slash ask. I thought you were going to throw to me for the ask part. Okay. Yeah. You throw it to us about how people can see uh, the beauty of our splendor. Because today happens to be shirtless Thursday, and so I'm filming this without a shirt. <laughs> If you want to get in on that You've kind of glory, you said that you're wearing a pink shirt. Dang it! Well, missed out on the membership shirt. opportunity. <laughs> People want to become members. They go to you are kind of pink. Alan and AJ dot nope. Yes, Alan and AJ dot com slash join. Perfect. Thank you so much for being with us. This episode was not sponsored by HelloFresh, <laughs> and we will see you next week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games, paleo donuts and the kindness of God, the things we deal with every day, from Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me. 
Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses Sharing their life experiences Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses They talk about faith in God And everything under the sun If you are a human being There's something here for everyone